Let's get down to brass tacks. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. to the channel ladies and gentlemen slasher movie club tonight we're going to be talking about the slayer what's going on coriander and not much how are you doing i'm doing pretty good uh so tonight we're talking about the slayer from 1982 um and uh, this was kind of an interesting one i had never seen this one before but before we get into that let's see who we have in the chat uh, let's see. Uh, we've got Patrick. Patrick's in the chat. Uh, hi, Knight, Coriander, Hello. and Jerry. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got Neil. Neil's in the chat, too, saying, Today I came home to find the re-releases of the first four Slayer albums I ordered had been delivered. And then I see you guys are reviewing a film called The Slayer. It must be a sign. Oh, <laughs> that's man. funny as hell. Uh, oh, I don't that's know, awesome. Neil. We'll, we'll find out, man. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Patrick, <laughs> boy. <laughs> uh, we got Cody in the chat saying, we'll do it live, baby. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Welcome to the chat. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we got Ast- Astro, 1975. Uh, Neon Black Slayer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And we got Rusty. Rusty's in the chat too, saying, "Evening zoners, love this little underrated movie." Okay, Rusty, here we go. Right? Um, yeah. And just to just to say that you know, it's funny because there's a death scene that reminds me of a Slayer album that was like, and they did a tour, "Raining Blood," and I went and saw them that year. And yeah, that's what I thought of when I you know saw that scene. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this one a little bit. You had never seen this before, right? No, no. This is the first time. Okay, yeah. This is the first time watch for me, too. And, of course, um, with the Slasher Movie Club uh, series that we're doing, uh, some of these movies are movies that we have not seen before or may not have seen in years. And just kind of like a a reintroduction of sorts. Um, But, again, this movie is from 1982. And I thought it started off really, really uh, interesting because you have this lady who is you don't know what's going on at first. And by the way, guys, this is full spoilers, um, as usual, with Slasher Movie Club reviews. Um, But she's having some type of, of, of a vision or something. We don't really know, but it looks very surreal. You know what I mean? And the lighting and all that type of stuff, which I thought was really, really cool. And then all of a sudden, you see something grab her, and she's screaming, and 
and yelling and it's really really kind of creepy and next thing you know you find out that it was a dream it was a nightmare <laughs> it's like yeah. okay but but a pretty good setup i i, I thought what, what were you thinking about it in the beginning you know it's like you said it started out pretty good you know because yeah you know it was yeah you when you saw what grabbed you you're like wow holy shit right, right and and yeah you find out that it was a dream and you find out that yeah there are there's many dreams and you yes. know almost kind of like final destination visions you know but they're dreams and Right. Yeah, yeah, a lot of but, yeah. type of stuff. It seemed like yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But she, she wakes up. Um, her name is Kay. She's pretty much the the lead in this story, and she wakes up, and her husband is basically like, "Hey, you got to get out of bed. We're going to be going on vacation, and you know, get you away from your work schedule for a little while so you can relax and all that good type of stuff." And you know, it's a pretty good setup because you realize what's going to happen if you didn't know the synopsis of the movie. Uh, what's going to be happening is that these two are going to pair up with another couple, which is Kay's brother and his wife, and they're going mm-hmm. on a vacation to a remote island. Great setup for a horror movie, right? I mean, yeah. it, it almost it almost doesn't get any better than that. Um, but then you meet um, her brother and his wife, uh, Brooke, and they they were kind of talking, and you know, you could tell that. Kay has a lot of issues and and they were basically kind of not super excited about going on a vacation with with Kay because we don't know yet but that's just kind of how they start setting it up. What what were you thinking of these two and how they were they were introduced Coriander? Well, you know, it was fine. You know, I didn't really none of these casts really jumped out at me and you know, I don't have a favorite or yeah. whatever. Um, but I thought it was, yeah, I mean, they certainly, it did, it, they didn't, they definitely, yeah, really didn't want to go because she's certainly, yeah. Yeah. You think that has some type of issues. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and part of it, the way that her brother explains it is that, you know, she's like overworked and overstressed and and so forth and yeah. so forth so in the beginning of the movie you you really don't know what's going on yet which was fine because you know that's the point of having yeah. a story is that you find out as it goes along and real quick too in the chat uh flamethrowers in the chat saying i'm not gonna lie i wasn't wearing my glasses and the first thing i thought of was slater from saved by the bell <laughs> <laughs> no it's slayer <laughs> from 1982 <laughs> man <laughs> that's a good one though um so yeah so they're going on this vacation and the next few minutes is pretty much the setup of that they're going to this plane uh and they're going to be basically flying off and like i said coriander i was thinking at this point in the story because again i had never seen this ever right you know i was thinking wow this is um this is pretty cool you know you got a sense Mm -hmm. of what was going on and so forth and of course you also have um the pilot who was uh creepy as hell We've seen him in a bunch of other movies, um, but he—he's basically kind of like that, uh, you know, crazy Ralph type. The of Doomsayer, character. right? Yeah, the harbinger of death and, mm-hmm. and despair. And um, <laughs> you know, I thought, <laughs> I thought he was—he was pretty cool. 
Um, right. What, what, what did you think about his character? Because I know we talked a little bit about that. What, what did you think about his character? I mean, yeah, he's this dude who is pretty much like a loner who flies people on and off the island. And, yeah. you know, I, I wouldn't expect him to really act anything less, but he was creepy. And, yeah, you know, cool. it, yeah. And he did kind of at one point before he left, went back to the, the, you know, once he dropped him off, they had to walk a mile up the beach to mm-hmm. get to this house. And, yeah, I mean, he ended up going that way to try to say, hey, there's a storm. Mm-hmm. If you leave now, you'll be okay. And, and but yeah. If you don't, they, I warned you. And, you know, exactly. the way he was talking, you know, his name was uh, right. Mark, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, but that's Michael Holmes. He's been, he's been in stuff. We've seen him. Um, yeah. Real quick, too, in the chat, we've got DMC in the chat saying, hey, Night and Coriander, everyone recovered Hello. from Ethel's Halloween conga line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it it was a heck of a weekend, man. I gotta admit, I'm I'm really uh, I'm really impressed with not only uh, the different YouTubers, all these different YouTubers that were just putting out tons of content uh, for yeah. viewers, but also the viewers and the subscribers that really um, just supported all of all of our channels, which was really really cool because we had a lot of big things going on over the weekend and for Halloween. Yeah. I mean, there were tons of watch-alongs and and big events and, and uh, you know creators teaming up together for things so it was um, a lot going on it was hard to keep up with everyone else's stuff but um, but it was fun and hopefully a lot of good material that people can enjoy for a long time afterwards yeah so, that's the but, that's the best thing you can go back and watch it again so absolutely yeah and and speaking of that I wouldn't be it wouldn't be me if I didn't try to make sure I plugged it but if you guys did not see our special event on Friday night, um, the yeah. scariest moments in horror movies. <laughs> Please check that out, guys. Um, it was a really great event. It came off yeah. really well. We had a ton of people in the live chat with us. We had a nice full panel of live guests with us. And yeah. we also had over 20 YouTubers that were featured um, in the documentary is basically a documentary. I think that's what we're going to call it, Coriander, because right. <laughs> that's what it was. But if you have not yeah. checked that out, guys, please check that out. It went really well, and we've received nothing but uh, great feedback on it. So it was very, very fun to do and really rewarding yeah. that people enjoyed it. So, um, but yeah, um, let's 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 go a little bit further here. You've got Mars, who's basically you know the harbinger of doom. And he's basically right. saying, if you don't leave now, you won't be able to leave. And, you know, you know, there were people here yeah. before and there'll be people here afterwards and all, all this crazy stuff. And pretty much these two couples, they just think he's pretty weird, you know, and they just kind of not listening. Although Kay throughout all this is is just having this weird feeling. They were past this old abandoned auditorium and it was something that she had uh, painted before and so it's this huge weird feeling that she's got Um, and that auditorium was pretty creepy what do you think of the auditorium I mean yeah anything that is abandoned it's got damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it looks creepy. Definitely. Yeah, it was it was very creepy. I mean, um, but she definitely has a weird feeling about this island and this little cabin yeah. that, that they're staying in. So mm-hmm. as a viewer, 
I guess the point I want to make, because I know where we're going to go with this, Coriander, but at this <laughs> point, right. watching the movie, I'm like, I'm ready to go, man. I've got my ticket in hand. I'm ready to take this ride because the setup, <laughs> I thought, was really, it's so really good, right? Yeah, you see, yeah you see, I agree. You see, yeah, and you see them on the beach and they're hanging out and you know at some point shit's about to go down. Now, here's my first problem. Mm-hmm. At this point in the movie, I think we're probably about 20, 20 minutes in, maybe 25. Yeah. Um, yeah. The movie's an hour and a half. I felt as though that the pacing was just kind of off at this point because they're literally on this island in the middle of nowhere their only um, transportation has left the island as far as they know. Yeah. And yep. you have this woman that has these visions. We come to find out that she has visions. The dreams. Nightmares. Yeah, these dreams. Right. Yeah. And she feels that there's something evil on this island that's going to come to get them. Well, it takes a while for this to happen because. <sighs> yeah. You, you have- you, yeah, you have another scene where they're outside, um, you know, at nighttime hanging out and she's kind of, you know, talking about her, her feelings and this and that. And mm-hmm. everyone else, the other three are basically trying to put her at ease. And that was the whole point of this vacation is to put her at ease, relieve her stress and so forth. And then you have, you know, you have another scene where she's basically they're, they're basically making up because her husband was pretty rough as far as not believing her you know and so he wanted to apologize and all that but again this is taking away from the the haunting feeling i think you know what i mean what did what did you think about that yeah i the the pacing yeah it, it it did get it was off and it was you know long at points and Right. I right. mean, the first kill. I mean, it took how long for the first kill? Like twenty-five minutes. Half, yeah, maybe. Okay, half a half hour. hour. Yeah. And then it was almost like, I don't know. It felt like forever. Almost forty minutes later, you had the next kill. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was just crazy. And the kills, yeah. they weren't even. There was like really one good kill. The other kills were just like, wow, whatever, man. It, it just. Well, I- well, I think I think I the first know. I think the first kill was pretty good. I mean, well, that's where we're getting to. That's right what now. I was saying. Yeah, that, oh, that, oh, that's that, what you, that okay. was the one kill that was good. Was their husbands? Oh, okay. Because I thought the one, I thought the one for Brooke was pretty good too. I didn't like the setup to it, but but the I mean, how many times have good. people have you seen someone get stabbed in the pitchfork? Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, come on, just because it was she had a wet T-shirt and she got stabbed through the chest, I guess, but. I mean, it wasn't anything. Well, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Fascinating to me. No, I'm just saying the way that it was done. It didn't look cheap, like when we watched "Don't Go in the Woods." You know what I mean? That those kills looked so fake. You know, this one actually, I guess. And for people that did not see that episode of "Don't Go in the Woods," um, that was just a really tough watch. You know, so you know some of these things i'm going to reference to that because well this you know this one had points that were at least long and kind of rough for me you know this one is you get that one then you've got this one and then you've got what's that other one that we we talk about too that Batman. sucks yeah man Batman. yeah yeah so. I hear you. Well, let me catch up to the chat real here real quick here uh let's see do 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 
uh, Patrick. Uh, last night was epic. Night in Coriander. Oh yeah, we had a good episode last night. It was fun. Talk yeah. about the wind. That was fun. Neil saying, yeah. "I've already rewatched the Friday night special. Haha, ha. it was even better the second time. That's great, man. Nice. I'm glad. I, <laughs> right? That's one. That's one thing I was hoping is that it would have some some good rewatchability. Watchability. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Patrick that saying, is... "I mentioned it too. Yeah, man. Thank you. Nice. And 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 definitely, you know, whatever you guys can do to mention it or share it on your social medias, that would be much appreciated just to get it out there. But it has done very very well, which." There was a lot of time and effort into it, so I am happy about that. And hopefully, yeah. um, putting a light on on all the different creators that were involved with it or in the live chat too, man. So,、uh, heroic waffles in the chat saying, "Hey guys,、Hello. waffles in the house." <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You got to start using that in your videos, man. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Flamethrower saying, "I've seen 139 pitchfork deaths so far." <laughs> yeah, it, it was nothing special, honestly. You know, maybe if she got ripped in half or something,、yeah. you know. But it, no. Rusty saying, "I'm too forgiving with my '80s slashers sometimes, but they just make me feel comforted like a warm blanket." Yeah, I, you know, can I do that. Totally. I do agree with that. I mean, and, and look, let me just say, I mean, Coriander, you might feel a little bit differently, but I think this movie had a lot of of good points to it. It it had. You know, good、um, setup.、Um, it had pretty good music. The, the score was pretty haunting. The concept of the movie was good too. I think. I think what would have helped it is if we had at least two other characters in it,、um, and if the death scenes were done, if they were a little bit done better, maybe, and also not such a long drought guess... in between in between them. Yeah, but I guess once we find out who the killer is. I guess I kind of understand why they only wanted four deaths, and I'll、yeah. get into that when we get to that point. Yeah, no, But, I get that. Yeah,、too. yeah.、Uh, Patrick saying, "Don't go in the woods."、Uh, so worth watching just for Coriander's point of view. Yeah, yeah, that was a rough <laughs> one. It really, really was, man. Neil saying, "After the Prowler, do we really need any more Pitchfork kills?" True enough. That was one、and、of the, the Prowler kills of all time. I, yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for the deaths, it was just great. But let's back up here. Now, the first death that we have,、um, it, this it is the best the, one too. Yeah, it was good. It was the husband, Alan.、Uh, I、yep. mean, David.、Um, yeah. And he heard a noise in the middle of the night. He gets up to check it out. He's going up this this ladder, and he basically, and you never have seen this before, but he gets killed by a floor, basically. And and I'm just playing around, but what happens is that it the the、um, The slayer.、Uh, the, well, I guess yeah. He he hit. He pushed the floor down on top to to basically choke him, like almost decapitate. I thought he was going to get decapitated, but it just、yeah. basically choked him, like it hung him right there.、Mm-hmm. And it was done pretty well. Like I was like, holy crap! And like you said, that was the scene where all of his blood was raining down onto the floor down below because, of course, the ladder.、Mm-hmm. Fell out underneath of him, so he literally was hanging with his head stuck in the floor. So it was、yeah. really, really,、uh, it was well done. I thought it was really well done. And, and can I just say too, like during that concert, they would play the song, and they would literally have blood, you know, blood raining down on them when they were on stage. So it was pretty、oh, cool.、Wow. Yeah, yeah. But, but anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this was done. This was done pretty well. Now here's my second problem. 
uh, with the movie script wise. So this was at night. He gets killed, right? So obviously, the next morning when people wake up and so forth, the question is, well, where did he go, right? Well,、mm-hmm. Kay's brother. Uh, Eric, he's sitting there like ah, he probably got up early in the morning and went off down the beach to work Take on pictures. Yeah, because、yeah, he、know. had his camera. Yeah, right. And his、uh, and Eric's wife Brooke, she was kind of going along with him for a little while, but Kay knew something was wrong because she, she had, had that、vision. dream. Yeah,、yep. she had a nightmare about her husband being killed and so forth and so forth. Now, I I guess I understand that they had. Uh, Eric play it like, hey, I don't, you know, I don't believe in, you know, supernatural things and this, this, and that. But by the time it got to like midday, right, I would have started worrying, you know, if I was there on an island alone. He, yeah, he but not only that, like, right, we found out too that when she was a kid, she spent like how many years in an institution because of these dreams. Mm-hmm. And all that, and so you kind of knew right there that she was a little messed up. So, right, but I'm just saying, as far as her husband being gone and not saying anything、oh, yeah. to anyone, and being gone for hours and hours and hours without any、yeah. any because you know, he, yeah, after their you know moment that night, he, something they heard, he heard something downstairs that woke him up.、Right. He went to investigate. He ended up going down into the cellar. And it was like, what was it, an elevator shaft type of thing、yeah. that he was looking up into? And right, right, right. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the fact that the next day that that you know, I'm I'm mainly talking about Eric. His characterization kind of just didn't work for me as much because it's like he kept saying, "Oh, he's okay, he's okay." Even when it went to nighttime. Now this is a full, this is like a full day, right? That that、yeah. um, that you don't see. Uh, David, so it's like, well, come on now, you got to get worried. You guys are the only people on the island. There's no help.、Yeah. There's no rescue. Something's wrong. I mean, for all we know, you know, he could have drowned. He could have, you know, fallen off of something and, and been stuck somewhere. So I guess what I'm saying is, is if I was on this island, I would have definitely been looking out, looking for him a lot sooner、um, than what what this character Eric was doing in the movie. But anyways, that you know, it is the movie, and that's how they got to do stuff. But the bottom line is, once it gets to nighttime, they do, or I should say, Kay finds him because she goes into that auditorium and sees him, his decapitated body there. And you know they're freaking out and this and that. And so, anyways, long story short,、um, Eric shoots off some flares, hoping that someone will see the signal. And of course, we know no one's gonna come, no one's gonna come and save these guys, right? But what、yeah. were you what were you thinking at this point in the story? Because now, Eric knows. That his brother-in-law has been killed, decapitated, and he's thinking, you know, someone real has done it. What did you think of how the story was was going at that point? Well, like we all said, with pacing, it took a while for all this to, you know, come up, come to at this point. And、mm-hmm. damn, yeah, I mean, I'm even losing my train of thought of what I want to say. Well, but. <laughs> no, I was going to say with Eric, just just not really. It seemed like okay, your brother. Yeah, well, yeah, but you got to think、right. about it too. When the sister woke up that morning, she was、mm-hmm. freaking out. 
I had this dream. He's gone. They went and even checked down in the cellar, and he's like, "Look, you know, nothing's here." Mm-hmm. Uh, blah blah blah. And of course, he missed blood on the other side of the door of the right. elevator shaft, and yep. so yeah. And and with her history of her dreams, you know, how I get how he was acting the way he was acting. Well, yeah, to some degree, but I mean, again, at this point, you see that your brother-in-law is has not only been killed. But, but decapitated like so and, and <laughs> yeah. he was hung up in the an, he was hung yeah. up hung up in an auditorium so obviously someone did that right so you're on this yeah. island in the middle of Timbuktu with no mm-hmm. help no one's coming to rescue you and I, I guess what I'm saying is if it were me and just like he did he thought someone real someone real killed him and not this entity as Kay was talking about so to me I'd be like so amped up because there's a killer somewhere on this island and we're yeah. we're holed up in a shack that's not very sturdy i mean it's not going to keep anybody out anybody could break into this thing because it's so damn flimsy right. right so it just seemed to me that he was just so nonchalant i guess is what i'm saying you know he didn't have any weapons he didn't have a gun to protect his wife well they had that flare gun right but he used all the flares because remember he had to go and look for some more and of course, yeah. and it's funny well, she, you say that. Kay used but, it too on the friggin'. She thought yeah. at one point that the the dude was coming after her when it was actually the guy who was flying the plane. Well, that's and she mistake. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're not there yet. Shit. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. no, but listen. So yeah. Eric has to look for more flares, and then that's when he gets in trouble because. And that's the other thing too. He's searching around <sighs> at night. Yeah. Who does that on an island where there's a killer? As this far as dude. He knows. This this exactly. guy does it. This guy does it, <laughs> and that's exactly why he got killed. But his kill was kind of, I don't know, man. I didn't dig his kill. It was, it was like this a fishing hook, um, yeah. tied around his neck, and then it was like pulling him out to sea, which, which is you know, it's kind of a messed up thought because you could see him his body being pulled out to sea and he was fighting and, it and yeah and the waves were coming in and yeah, well kind of well you know i mean he's being basically <laughs> he's basically going to drown but it's almost right. like well how far out is this person or entity or whatever how far out are they to be able to pull him you know what 20 feet from the beach into the water you know it's just like yeah. but anyways so he gets killed now, yeah. again, and it took forever for that to happen, by the way. Exactly. And I was just about <laughs> to say that, too. But but what was interesting is, is the next person was Brooke because he told her, stay in the house, lock the door or the cabin, mm. whatever you want to call it. Don't let yeah. anyone in. And of course, she's calling out his name. And it, and, and it had been a little bit of time since he had left. And obviously he got killed. So what does she do? She goes out there herself and starts looking around and it's like why would why would you do that she had no weapons she had a a a flashlight and by the way here's an image of of, uh of um eric being pulled out to the sea it's like wow buddy but anyways but brooke she goes out and she goes into one of the shacks and what does she see coriander she sees a pitchfork 
coming towards yeah. her. All by itself floating, right? Yeah, it, look, it looked like it was floating the way it was and shot. It was, it was weird, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of weird because it was like, well, okay. I mean, I guess they wanted us to wonder, which, which I was. They wanted us to wonder who was the killer. Was it a person? Was it an entity or what? And you really could not tell at this point. So I guess in that sense, they were successful. You know what I mean? But yeah. You know, she's walking around at night and she doesn't have any weapons. And at this point, Kay is, a, is asleep. That's the other thing I wanted to mention, too, is that Kay's asleep. They they gave her some pills to calm her down and all that type of stuff. So anyways, the pitchfork is coming for her. Now, instead, there's a boat that's been tied down or whatever in the middle of the room. And the pitchfork is coming to her. Now, instead of running around to the other side of the boat... Right? She starts to try to break through the window and she's doing that it. That has so all some slowly. boards. Yeah. And it's got boards on it. And yes. like you're saying, it's like, bitch, run around the fucking boat. What the hell run are you around. doing? Yeah. Oh man. my God. She deserved it. She, she really did. It. I can't lie, man. She really, really did. Um, but anyways, yeah, so she she died by pitchfork. And she really did deserve it, man. I can't I can't lie. I just cannot lie about <laughs> it. So, anyways. She's gone. So, you know, it kind of happened the way you probably thought it was going to happen. You've got Kay who's who's left. And but this took so long. This this yes. part from the time that oh Brooke died to yeah. the time that Kay dealt with whatever she had to deal with to the end of the movie, it must have been at least another 20 minutes. I think it was 20 minutes. It felt minutes. like 40. Well, even maybe 50. Right. <laughs> It was way too long. It was torture. And, and all that you see her do, she's like closing up the house. Closing shutters. Which, and... which wasn't going to really do anything. I don't know if she was just doing that so it was dark in there. Well, I don't not know, only but... that, no, to, to keep the windows so that it couldn't break in. But the fucking, she wasn't even latching them to keep them shut. She's just closing them. So that was stupid. All that effort and not yeah. latching those shutters shut from her side. So nothing could open it unless they smashed it. I right. mean that was stupid. Yeah, it was it was kind of and it just was drawn out, you know, they showed totally. her go, through, go to like six windows and do this like okay, we get the point. She's close enough house. But six that felt like then, 12. Yeah, and then, you know, she's kind of sitting around. She um she does find uh a couple of flares. She does find a couple yeah. of flares and she did and I guess we should have mentioned it too, but she did find the bodies too of Brooke and yep. of uh of Eric. Her brother. So yep. so she knows that she's the last person there, you know what I mean? Yes. But but again, it was just kind of like, okay, well what are you what are you going to do? And she just kind of her big thing was she didn't want to fall asleep. And I guess in a way it made a little bit of sense because she felt yeah. like when she goes to sleep, people the die, dreams which come true. Right, which they were. People were dying when she would fall asleep. Yeah. So so I guess again, you know, okay, I guess I get it, but She's basically trying to stay awake. She's putting a cigarette out on her hand, drinking coffee. And then all of a sudden you hear noises <laughs> and you hear rattling of the doors and stuff like that. And yep. this is where it got a little, this is where it got even more frustrating for me, Coriander. You had this scene where she had put a refrigerator up against a door yep. and something is pushing the door open and you see mm -hmm. a hand come out over the top. And she takes a knife that she has. And I got to give her credit. It was a smart moment. She stabbed at the hand. And mm -hmm. you hear 
a yell like a like agony like pain like ah you know like that and i'm mm-hmm. like well, wait a minute and as soon as that happened i was like no don't tell me so then she's kind of running well go ahead well i was just gonna say and you would think that person you know would have been like hey it's me right. you know but right. that's such was... a dumbass yeah i mean she kind of runs to another part of the house or whatever and sure enough as soon as the door opens and he she runs up the stairs and of course she hurts her leg and i'm like come on man that's worse than just falling over thin air <laughs> but she hurts her leg so she's kind of sitting on the steps but fortunately she has the flare gun in her hand and she just unloads as soon as the shadow comes around to the bottom of the steps she unloads yeah. on it and of course coriander who was it but captain happy yep <laughs> the harbinger of death and doom now for yeah. whatever reason he did not say anything anything to her. exactly now, i know in movies we've got to you know have a little bit of you know suspension of disbelief and all that type of stuff but right, this was but ridiculous. when the bitch stabs you it's like well, come on yeah, she obviously thinks right but let her know who you are yeah she obviously thinks I... you're an intruder right exactly because he's pushing open the open open she he's pushing open a door that has that's been barricaded so obviously someone put something there so he should have been saying something anyways but she shoots him he dies and then all of a sudden there's a fire the the place starts going up in flames and i'm thinking well what the hell's going on here you know and she's kind of stuck but then she goes towards a door and and i will say this was a pretty cool moment although it was so brief coriander i i was like what we've been watching this movie for an hour and 27 minutes and we're gonna get like i don't know maybe 10 seconds of this reveal she opens up not the door. even it was like three seconds yes and i will i will admit the look on her face was great like like she definitely looked like she was scared shitless, right? And I'm mm. like, yes, yes. And then they show you what was at the door, and sure as shit, it really was, uh, you know, a demon. But I'm sorry, you know, it was something. But it look at it. it um, it, it, you know, I always said even cheesy special effects are sometimes worth CGI. Mm. But come on, I just I didn't like this. I get why it only had to kill four people and you never saw it because look at it it looks like its right. neck is stuffed with hay and i mean it just looks yeah. terrible i didn't really care for yeah, it yeah i so, mean yeah this movie whatever, sucked guys yeah, and, and, <laughs> and and whatever whatever they want to call it whether it's an uh, an island demon or whatever you just saw it for that that couple of it's seconds like a ghoul. and again it almost reminds me of like a, a zombie type of thing yeah like a yeah yeah something that's undead or whatever which yeah okay that's fine now when we talked about madman um you know the other week part of the reason that they didn't show him too much was because the the special the makeup effects and stuff wasn't that great and so forth but in that movie at least they had shadows and they would show like little little bits of him, whether it's yes, his shadow I, yeah. or his feet Madman or was so, better than this one. I will give it that. And I would definitely take the yeah. Hobbit feet and the rubber fingers, the hands right. over right. this creature that's the slayer in this. 
Yeah, man. Well, the thing that frustrates me, and and, and let's get to the ending of this too. So she sees this creature, and again, I, I will give her credit. The look on her face was classic. It was a great moment, right. and she's screaming and screaming. And, and there's while a twist. she's screaming, yeah, there's a twist. And while she's screaming, they show you know the cabin. There's lightning and all that type of stuff. And then all of a sudden, you hear this voice saying, "K, wake up, K, wake up." And I was like, "Wait a minute, is this just a nightmare of hers?" Well, not only is it a nightmare of hers. But you see that she's a little girl, yeah. And and her parents are waking her up, and her brother comes into the room, and I guess it's Christmas morning or whatever, and they decide uh, to give her one of her presents, which is this black cat. Now, earlier in the movie, about halfway through the movie, when her brother Eric was explaining to his wife about. Kay why she went into that institution? Why she went to the institution? All yeah. that talked about. There was this black cat. That she was given as a present one year for Christmas, and the cat was found in the freezer, killed or whatever. And Kay, as a little girl, said that the demon did it, the the, the creature did it, whatever, whatever. And that's why they had to get her some help. Well,、so、anyway, not the demon, but she, her dreams. She dreamt it. Right. Well, she yeah, she dreamt that the 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 demon the killed the cat or whatever. Something. Yeah, something like that. But the but the bottom line is. What the movie is basically saying is that this whole movie was the premonition of K as a what's little girl. What's to come? What's to、yeah. what's possibly to come? Which it you know it's a pretty good concept though, Coriander. It's a pretty yeah, good concept, but, but the, the movie sucked. No, that's、yeah. what I, well. Let me well. That's what I'm saying. The execution <laughs> of the movie was so poor. It had great setup in the beginning. The concept of the movie was pretty good. The ending was kind of like all right. That wasn't. So bad, but everything in the middle, it was drawn out. The pacing was off,、mm. and they just—I I just don't understand. You know,、that. some movies, yeah, some movies, the ending is like, oh, you've got to see it just for the ending.、Mm. But no, I—I not this movie wasn't even like that for me. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. A really long hour and twenty-seven minutes. It felt like it was it way was longer long, than that. Yeah, it was a long watch.、Uh, we got Dan too in the chat saying, "Hey guys, that's that's quite a look for sure, right? I mean, look at this chick. <laughs> She was scared shitless, man, and I believed it. And it did. It, it was a little half a second moment of of me feeling creeped out too, because I'm like, what does she see? But again, they showed the creature for like a split second. It's like, come on, man. But um, yeah, Rusty, Rusty says small cast horror, especially slashers, can be difficult to nail. The rental did it very well. You have to be a good director writer to pull off a small cast horror slasher above mediocrity. I agree, and 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 I think, like I said, if there was at least two more people, and the kills were pulled off a little bit better and not spaced apart so much, I think this movie would have been a lot better. And the、me. creature was better. I mean, yeah, sure, it's it's eighty two, but you had some fantastic special effects in the eighties. So well, absolutely, it's just、and、too it, bad that they couldn't get someone who was just a、yeah. little more skilled. <laughs> yeah, man, and, and a better writer. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, Patrick saying show the cat. I don't have an image of the cat though, Patrick. It was cute though. But you know, <laughs> you you brought up a great point though, Coriander. It's like there were a lot of movies that did this a lot better, and we and we've been、um, letting some people know about this, but we do have、um, our own、uh, Patreon page that we、uh, recently set up, and we do have.、Um, 
some discussions uh, that we've done and that we're going to also do on things like that, uh, specifically talking about the fact that there were movies in the early 80s that pulled off these things uh, much better with the same amount of money. But it was really a question, like you said, Coriander, of the script, of the, uh, the you know, special effects and how things were shown in front of the camera you know what i mean the mm-hmm. story um and so that's yeah. going to be an interesting thing that we'll that we, that we have available uh, for any of you guys that want to check those things out as extra episodes but yeah this movie was rough it, it was really rough and it was frustrating as hell man Th- these are two mm-hmm. movies recently uh with with madman and this that had great setups right yeah but then just a lot of faltering um in the middle and, mm. and even at the end but i do agree with you madman is better than this um this this definitely took way too long um not oh, enough kills and no. you know, although the concept was good i i like yeah, the concept i'll give it that this, I'll give this it is that. the type of movie this is the type and tell me what you think this is the type of movie that'd be great if they did a remake like a good yes remake. you know what yes, i mean yes i completely agree you know yep. get, get two or three other characters at this cabin on this remote island get mm-hmm. uh, get some much better kills uh yeah. let the creature let his presence be felt a little bit better that's the other thing yeah. too and i know they probably did that because they wanted us to think it could be a real person or maybe the creepy right. har- harbinger of death uh marsh or maybe even k herself i know that's probably why they did it but it just wasn't done in a great way we've seen so many mm-hmm. other movies do that in a much better way where they're where there, there's kills that are happening and you never get a, a chance to see who the killer is. So you wonder who's killing these people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this was rough. It was rough. But hey, guys, yeah. I, just like anything else, you know, we want to make sure that we check out these things and just see what we think good about Good or bad, but, right? Good or bad. That's right. Um, but, you know, for you guys in the chat, well, first of all, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, and watching the replay but please um, give this video a like um, and also just as importantly and let me just put this picture back up of her because that was just that was a great moment but all <laughs> but also um, in the comment section just as importantly um, please let us know what what you think of the movie was this something that you've seen um, something that you've heard about or that you want to see because you know again that's the thing is that we're learning about some of these movies as we go along um on this journey into slasher movies from back in the day in the golden age you know so definitely let us know in the comment section what you guys think of uh, the slayer i know rusty you've seen it you know maybe just let us know some of the things that you got out of the movie um, that maybe we didn't because again it was the first watch um, there have been some movies, and we've talked about it before, where second watch, you know, it's a little bit better. You know, but there's also mm. been some movies that it's worse. So we'll I won't be watching day. this probably ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, uh, Dan. Saying somebody make that into a meme. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a Dan. I'm gonna try to do that. I'm gonna try to do that just for you. I don't know what I'm gonna say, but yeah, that is a great moment. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm gonna put the thumbnail to that too, man, because that's just a great moment. It like I said, I was really all hyped up at that point, Coriander. I don't know if you were, but I'm like, okay, no. this is it. We're gonna see what this was. This was the whole movie coming together, and I wanted to see yeah. what it was. You know, it was curiosity, and uh, yeah, 
it was a rejection. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> But next week, Coriander, and I want to let the folks know what we're going to be watching for next week on Slasher Movie Club. Next week, we're going to be watching the last horror film, and、uh, I've never seen that. I don't know if you, know, you have,、um, and I believe it's available on、um, Tubi or one of those. Yeah, one of those.、Things. Yeah. Yeah. So ho- hopefully that'll be a return to form、uh, for us on Slasher Movie Club because last week. Well, it's we- the guy from.、Um, oh shit!、Maniac. What was that? Yeah, man, he's in it.、Yeah. He's in that, so it、yeah. should be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 interested to see it. So yeah, we'll, hopefully. Yeah, well, like I was just about to say, last week we knocked it out of the park with Silent Rage with the great Chuck Norris. Yeah, we just, did. That was like that was fun to talk about. This movie yeah, shit. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> right, right.、Yay. So is she. So is she. Um, oh, yeah. So, anyways, guys, we're gonna get ready to head out of here. But definitely, let us know what you think in the comment section、uh, down below. Patrick was saying, yeah, Joe Spinelli, absolutely. Yes.、Um, and Rusty, as we're starting to head on out, was saying comfort versus anxiety. Those are the two kinds of films. Sometimes I want to be scared into anxiety. Sometimes I just want to sit sleepy-eyed in in a horror atmosphere. Hence, me being too forgiving for some. Oh, you know that makes sense. That makes sense, man. Well, definitely throw that down in the comment section because、um, you know I definitely like to answer and talk about those types of things. But unfortunately, I can't talk about those things with you guys in the live comments. Although it's great to have them to talk about them, you know, as far as right now in the moment. But that is something to think about that has me kind of curious because I've never had anyone ex-、uh, explain that to me like that. But I understand what you mean. By that, you know, kind of being in that type of vibe and rhythm of horror. So very cool. Thanks for that. But definitely、um, jot that down in the comment section, and we can、uh, discuss that a little bit further, man. But anyways, guys, we will catch you guys next time. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the night watch. Peace out, guys. Good night. Up to.